Peace, beautiful souls, and welcome back. I know I've been gone. I've been missing in action, but um, I wanted to sit here and talk to you all about internal healing. This is what today's podcast or today's episode will be about. Um, I since this COVID. I could say I've went through a lot in a matter of three to four months um, to, you know, just understanding my everyday life. Um, when I'm talking about internal healing, I mean the things that you're going to face um, with this retrograde. We got five planets in retrograde, but excuse me, y'all, because I am tearing up. And it's part of internal healing. You have to release some way, somehow. And I have this pent-up energy because it's hard, you know, as a healer. Mostly as a healer, it's very hard because we're meant to heal others. But sometimes we have to heal ourselves in order to continue to heal others. And so certain situations well not even certain situations but not even situations they're obstacles challenges you know triggers um that are resurfacing um in the sense of everything meaning as in so i've been debating back and forth about being open and transparent about what i've been through and until i'm really really ready to let y'all know i will but i am going to give you a little snippet um internal healing on the aspect of yourself you have to realize something I realized something within myself over time as well I've been in relationships since I was (laughs) I want to say 13 years old I was in a relationship since I was 13 years old I am now about to be 26 so here we are almost 13 years later and each person that I've encountered, they were a reflection of me looking for love, you know, um, because growing up, I had a lot of abandonment issues um, with my mother and my father. It's kind of crazy how I talk about it in my book as well, which is a sacred healing journey, Ori Queen's personal memoirs. You can find it on Amazon, of course. Um, or you could just find it on my website, which is oriqueenprotectionpotions.com. Excuse me. Like I said, I am very emotional right now as I'm doing this podcast episode. Um, a lot of abandonment issues. My father up and left me when I was probably like four or five, you know. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I love the man that plays my father today, which is my my stepfather but he's still my father because he was there for me and it's very hard because I went through that transition phase where my mother didn't really understand but she kind of did and she knew it because I remember like it was nothing um I was 11 years old I disrespect I literally disrespected my 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 father my stepfather um and I saw a side of him that I never thought I would see so that's what happens when you push people's buttons. When you push their buttons, you see a side that you never saw before. And so I ended up getting in trouble because of that. My mother talked to me the next day and was like, 
I understand he's not your father, but da, da, da. but you have to understand when you put a child through so much at a young age, when you see, uh, uh, when you see as a child, when you see your mother or your father bring people in and out of your lives, you're just like, who the hell are you? And I get it. And this is why I like, listen, I express this in my book enough. Like I get it. I vow to myself to never be that female to be so bitter. If me and my me and my child's father are not together, why would I be bitter? Why would I talk down about them? At the end of the day, he just doesn't match he he doesn't match my frequency of where I want to be at. He's not on my elevation period of being able to grow and excel to have my child look at that, you know. He's stuck in his ways and I'm moving forward with mine. And understanding that I came across somebody that is on the same journey as me like he has that drive he has that determination the only thing is his time is so limited you know and it's all about learning to accept this person or the person that you're dealing with for the bullshit that comes with it you know or I can't even say the bullshit but there's bullshit that is with that but it's more of accepting this person and the lifestyle that they live um I'm I'm going to be honest with y'all it's very hard to to really accept it because there are things that I've went through in the midst of our relationship and I just feel as though my emotions got pushed to the side but it is what it is like I don't talk about it as much you know excuse me Ooh. listen, you're just going to get the real me. Like this is, this is part of healing. This is how you let this shit out. Um, I mean, it is what it is. If I hurt, if I hurt niggas feelings along the way, then fuck it. Like you got to understand, you have to respect how I feel at the end of the day. And if you can't respect that, then you never respected me in the first place, you know? And that's what you all have to understand. A part of healing is coming with boundaries healthy boundaries. If somebody can't respect you and your boundaries and how you feel with your emotions or whatever the case may be, they were never for you. They only thought about themselves, you know, and you guys, I feel as though guys, ladies, aliens, witches, all that good stuff. You have to understand something. It does not matter what the other person thinks. The only thing that should matter is you and you only, what your opinion about yourself is. Sometimes I get it, you are your own worst critic, but you got to realize you are the only person that can tell you what you can and cannot do. Like, take Jada, for example, with her and August. I feel as though August should not be pinpointed, you know. August had every right to come out the woodwork and say what he said, because look at it. This man was sick. She took him in to help him heal. But how are you going to help somebody heal when you're using them? Like, how does that really work? And then you got your husband looking stupid on the end, gotten this man out here saying, oh, well, yeah, Will condoned it. Will didn't condone shit because him and Jada was split up for four and a half years. So it's just like a typical, I'm sorry to say it, to be a bias, but a typical Virgo. Like, and that's the shit that I dealt with. I've dealt with Virgos in my life and I know how they are. And it's so funny when you, when you see that shit live on TV or you see it, see, sorry y'all, but if you see it from somewhere else, you're just like, whoa, like I was just in that person's shoes. 
and that's just what it is. Like, as a Libra, cusp Scorpio, I am more Scorpio than I am Libra, but my sun sign, my birth sign, you know, is a Libra. And so, even though Virgo and Libra are hand in hand because we're right there, it's still, the dynamics is completely off, you know, um, and I'm just like, wow, it's pretty crazy how shit falls when it comes to celebrities, you know, and it's fucked up. But this is a whole different topic that we could talk about later. But in the sense of everything, just to stay on on topic, Jada knew what the fuck she was doing. You felt empty inside, sweetheart. It's okay. You feel empty. A lot of us go through that stage in life where we feel empty and we have to keep fucking just to keep fucking just to get that get that feeling of wanting to be wanted to be loved you know but it wasn't love it was lust so for that to happen she she sat there and pinpointed instead of owning up for your wrongs she sat there and like literally beat around the bush like she she like dived and she fucking ran around and tried to do some hurdles and shit like that because she knows she was wrong and she can't admit it because she she sat there and got on Snoop about talking about Gail King. She got on T.I. talking about his daughter's hymen. Like, you were sitting there being one of those feminists that was really antagonizing men because of the shit that they were pinpointing that was true, but they also had a right of a freedom of speech, you know? And for her to do that, you shamed yourself on the Red Talk table. And not to be funny, but you really did because it's just like, you knew you were wrong. I can sit, like I said, I, we can sit here and go back and forth it's whatever it is what it is y'all can sit here and inbox me y'all can email me I don't even care but it's just more of the fact that it's she knew she was wrong and she didn't own up to it and then the word like you really have to use entanglement instead of just saying relationship or or friends with benefits like you could have just said that you know but that's that's the pride that's a pride of a Virgo they're gonna sit there and lie about it then actually be real about it what us Libras as my best friend Angel the Healer said, a Libra, we have no heart. You want to know why we have no heart? Because we're a scale. We seek balance. We have to have balance. We have to have the equilibrium into everything that we seek in within our lives. So if, let's say, my love life is on the shambles, I have to find something to bring the balance within that. Same vice versa. It doesn't matter. Justice has to be served as a Libra. You know, and I seek the truth without you even telling me. I can still see the truth behind it, and I can see the lies when you're lying to me. So I know when people are lying, and I know when people are genuine. Genuine, you know. Um, and it's just crazy how shit folds and how shit plays out to be. But in the midst of everything, it's all about how you bring yourself into accepting what you feel, how you feel, and understanding the pains that you go through is all a part of the healing process. People think healing is so easy, but it's not easy. The internal healing is very damaging, you know, because you have to come to peace in terms with what you are going through. And I tell you, as a woman, as a mother of two, sorry, a mother of three, two that are no longer here with me. Yes, I said that. Two that are no longer here with me. It's hard to talk about it. Um, it's something I'm never proud to talk about. No, I did not have a miscarriage. I know people are very biased to abortions, you know, but this is 
the internal healing for myself because, of course, I was 17. The life I lived, my mother was very, very, very strict. And the relationship between my mother and I was very toxic. But I still remember the words from my mother's mouth today. You are a disappointment. And that was hard, you know. I was 17, freshman, not even junior in high school. And just hearing those words said a lot, you know, because all my life I was seeking approval from my own mother because I felt like my mother hated me. You know, I felt as though my mother didn't love me enough. I felt like the stepchild as <laughs> my my aunt called me Cinderella, you know, and my sisters was the stepsisters and they were my sisters, you know, that's crazy. And it's because my mother was happy, you know, and in, in the midst of everything, I also felt as though you see, like, of course, the child looks like the other parent as well. So I just felt as though she saw my father in me, where there was times when she just didn't want nothing to do with me, you know, and because you have females that are like that, like, they don't have that genuine connection to their child because of the other parent that they're no longer with. It is what it is. It's life. I get it. But it's all about understanding. And I had to realize, like, my parents were human, like, adults and humans before I was born. Like, they had a life that they were living before I was born. So it makes sense, you know, like, sometimes the damage is already done. So you have to break that generational curse between yourself, your ancestors, all that. And I decided to heal myself. As I'm healing myself, I just healed my family. Me and my mother actually are having a better relationship as of today, you know. Um, and it is what it is, but in the midst of all that, I still think about my two baby, my two babies. Um, the last one I just had two days after Mother's Day, May 12th of this year. Um, it's still hard, of course, to talk about it, but it's just how life plays out, you know? People might look at me like I'm crazy because of the situation or how I went about it, you know, but I'm not here to bash nobody, you know, I'm not here to make nobody feel bad. Like I said, this is just how I feel and me suppressing my feelings for somebody else. It's not good. It's not healthy. Um, sometimes it's good to talk to people about it. Sometimes it's just good to fucking scream, yell, cry, you know. And this is me crying to you all on this episode because, and I'm not crying for help. That's one thing I want you to know. I'm not crying for help. I'm crying because I need to release this emotion that I'm holding. I need to, to come to terms with the, the healing process of accepting for what it is, you know, being able to move forward without being hurt about the situation anymore. And this one hurts the most. Um, I know my boyfriend's going to be listening to this podcast anyway, this episode. So my, my beloved boyfriend, you have to understand something. It's hard for me to communicate, like I said to you. Um, it's more hard to me for me to really speak to you on terms because I'm still getting used to the dynamic of everything. I'm still getting used to how I feel in the moment of 
us being together, I'm still getting used to accepting for what it is and how life is playing for the both of us right now. And you have to be able to understand that I have to find some way to be okay. And we probably didn't have like a heart to heart the way we were supposed to, but it is what it is, you know? And when that time is right, the time is right. Um, listen, y'all, I may not be the best of the best. I may not be who you may portray me to be, but just know I am fucking human, you know? And because of COVID, I, I, I received a lot of blessings in the process of everything. After having that abortion on May 12th, I literally felt myself die. This is all part of internal healing. Like, you guys, please stop running from the pain that you have to feel. I get it. It's mo- it's the most worst feeling in the fucking world to be feeling, but you have to feel it, you know? Um, and that's just something I've been told for the past year of my my journey, you know, my life coach, my old life coach, she used to be on me about that. She was like, you know, and it was just one of those tough loves that you had to think about it. She's like, Tatiana, like, you got to think about it. Like, you know, why, why are you feeling like that? Stop running from your emotions. Like, you got to feel that shit. You got to feel it. And, and it's true. You have to feel it. But there are ways to accepting that pain, but also there's ways of healing so if you have to, if let's say you're in a confrontation with someone and that person doesn't understand you, don't get upset. Just accept it. But but before you react, take a deep breath and just listen to how they sound. If it sounds pointless to you to even go back and forth with that person, then don't even don't even do it to yourself, you know? But you have to realize you still have to voice your opinion. Not even your opinion, voice your voice like voice yourself voice your your words and your voice itself and say what you have to say and let that person know like without no remorse like you can't feel bad for letting somebody know how you feel like I said earlier but I like I said um that day was very hard for me and for me to really sit there with myself like Y'all, I'm still healing. It's it's very hard. Like, I am, what is it, July now, two months in, about to be three months in. It, it's still hard, you know. Um, you could just say I sacrificed a lot in my life. And that's what's making me reflect on a lot of things. I gave my all to people that can't do shit for me, you know. Um can't be there for me the way I want them to be there for me, you know, and the only person that got you is yourself, and it sucks because even though I'm in a relationship, you know, I wish there was still more, but only time could tell, 
you know, only it's it, it's still the beginning of everything. Like we're four months in, about to be five next month. Um, and it's just like it's still it's still new, you know, and it is what it is. But things happen for a reason, and I want y'all to understand that. Life plays its ways for a reason. As y'all say, God throws. I say goddess because you don't know who is the creator. You don't know what the fuck the creator look like. You know, the creator could be you. The creator could be me. So in the, in the end of everything, we don't know who the creator is. So I just want y'all to understand that. Have an open mind, you know, be open to trans and, and just be transparent. Um, but like I said, God, goddess, gives his or her strongest, like, gives her soldiers, her strongest soul, his or her strongest soldiers, the most difficult, heartbreaking, painful battles to overcome because he or she knows we are capable of overcoming that fucking bridge, that obstacle, you know, and for me to go through what I went through all my life to this day, I have to say I'm pretty damn proud of myself, you know? I could have been that typical female that tried to trap a nigga because she knows that she got nothing going for herself, you know? And I'm I'm not sorry to say it, but that's how, that's how people view us as melanin women, you know? Like, melanated women, like, are being like, really talked about in a dismannered way because you have those females that put themselves out there on social media and really make us look bad. Or you have those females that go live on TV like Jerry Springer, Maury, um, Steve, like, all those shows just to see who the baby daddy is or to have the baby daddy play a part in the child's life. If the man don't want to be there, then don't let the man be there. And vice versa for you males. If the female don't want to be part of your life, don't force her to be part of your life. It is what it is. At the end of the day, you have bigger fish to fry. There's more fish out here in the sea. Like, there, you don't have to be stuck on that one person that you had a best dynamic with. You got to realize something. It's only temporary because you don't know exactly who that person you're meant to be with for the rest of your life is probably still out there waiting for you. If not, it's probably right there in your corner without you even knowing or probably your best friend. You never know. It's just how life plays its course. And for me to go through hell and high water to figure out who who might be that potential person, it it's still out there, you know, like hell, my boyfriend might be that person or he may not be. Who knows? It's all about how life portrays it to be, but so far we have our situations and of course every relationship has their situations, you know. But it's all about are you able to really fight for what you want? And if you're able to really work through the situations that you guys are you're all facing, it's all about how much you love a person too. So in the midst of everything, all the shit that I went through with my boyfriend, I still stood by his side. Yeah, it sounds like a basic female bullshit type of thing or typical she's dumb type of shit. But I bet you... Other females probably went 10 times worse than me. There are females that were in domestic violence situations that still stick with the same man. But I'm not trying to disown nobody, you know. But you have to think about it. Love has its ways of playing its role. 
but you also have to lay down the law and have boundaries in the midst of everything. And that's why my relationship is going the way it's going, because we have boundaries. I am now communicating to him on how I feel, but I'm still getting used to everything. But he still respects it because I am a part of him now, you know. I am his, his you know, how would I say it? Of course, I have to be his problem now, even though I'm not his problem, you know, but my problems are his problems. Put it like that. If he, if I make him worry, he has to worry about me. Like he wants to worry about me to make sure I'm good. Even though we're not together 24 seven, he's still, he's still worrying about me. You know, he's still thinking about me, seeing if I'm okay and shit like that. But it's just how life plays its course. So in the part, in the process of healing, it's a lot. Um, I had to accept my partner for who he is and what he is and the life that he lives. It's like I said, it's still hard, but it's all about, am I willing to fight for it or not? And I am, but also for myself, you know, because I love myself too much to let anybody take that away from me, you know? Um, but I also love myself enough to actually be able to love again you know because I've went through a lot to a point where I felt like I didn't even know what the fuck love was you know compared to like a puppy love when you're 13 like I was with my first love for 13 when I was 13 all the way up until I was 20 excuse me I was 22 going on 23 time flies this year would have been 10 years not even take that back. It's 2020. I started dating him. Yeah, 11, 12 years would have been this year. 12 years would have been this year. So, but it's crazy how we're still good friends, you know. I don't talk to him like that. But when I do talk to him, it's still a casual conversation because it's just who we are. That's how we talk to each other. And at the end of the day, he's always there for me whenever, like, when I need him. When most of the time when I need him. But he's still a good person. Like, we still keep in contact. So that's that's always he's always gonna be my best friend regardless. Um, just he witnessed me go through hell and high water at a young age. Well, since we were together, I would just say, you know. Um, but internal healing, you just have to find find something to do with it. Like, you have to deal with it. You can no longer run. And because of Chiron, which is the asteroid being in retrograde, my dynamic is dealing with, because it's in my fourth house, my fourth house is Virgo, and my fourth house has to deal with family and emotions. And it's a lot. And it's so crazy because Chiron's in Aries right now. And Aries is my opposite sign um, as a Libra. And it's just a lot because it's very, it's very hard when, um, the Chiron, which is the wounded healer, it's dealing with being able to deal with vulnerability, you know, being able to deal with inner healing, inner child healing, past traumas and unhealed wounds and being able to push forward in life and understanding how to be able to accept the healing for what it is 
it's a lot, but it's okay to sit with yourself. If you have to disconnect from social media or just disconnect overall from like phones and shit, do that. Pick up a book and read, listen to some music, meditate, yoga, garden, walk outside, barefoot, go like, you know, but just be careful when you go out now because there's so much shit going on in the world and mother nature is very upset with us. So we're still on probation just because they are reopening shit. Just know that that shit's about to close right back down by September, mid-October. So, or the end of October before the holidays hit. Just know that because um, COVID's still here, y'all. They just closed down California. They're closing down. New York's about to get hit real soon. They're closing down all the big states right now. So be mindful. Like, really be mindful because this shit's not going they're trying to reopen schools. I'm not okay with that. And I work for a school and I still don't feel okay. Like my child is not going to go to school and get sick for nobody. No, my child, I've been out of hospitals for the past two and a half years when my child was a baby, like two, like he's five now. So that's three and a half years ago. He's been in and out of hospital. My son had pneumonia back to back. He had the flu back to back, ear infections back to back, all because of why. You can't say I'm a dirty mother because if you came to my house, my house would be clean. I don't play that. I take care of my child. It's because of the people that allow their children to go to school sick and bring that on other people. But then it's also in these immunization shots, the immunizations. When these children, when your child is born as an infant, they already have you given the baby shots after the child's born. Why are you doing that? That's because you want to have the child fight for, you know, have the immune system fight the antibodies the antibodies working well and shit like that but this is a child you know this is a baby an infant and I was as a mother it's already in me because I've been taking care of my siblings my little sisters since I was 10 years old so I already have that trait in me where I'm able to take care of children without a problem be okay with children by myself have fun with the kids trust me it is what it is but this is why a part of me was dead when I did the abortion because automatically I know my mother and once when you're automatically pre- pregnant as a woman, you're like instantly, all right, let's get this going. Another baby's on the way. This baby's about to, you know, and so that's how you're thinking. But in the midst of everything, it's just like, how do you go about it? But Back to what I was saying, just be mindful when you go outside. So if you go in the woods, be careful. When you go out to the ocean, be careful. The animals are attacking us. She's telling, Mother Nature is telling all the animals to start attacking, to start attacking us because we are destroying her and she's tired of being destroyed. We are, to be honest with y'all, we are in spiritual warfare and that's just that but that's gonna that's another topic we could talk about later because i'm gonna have some guest speakers on that one with me but in the midst of everything just take care of yourself when it comes to internal healing disconnect if you got to disconnect sleep the whole day stay in bed don't do shit that's part of your taking care of yourself internal healing like the way spirit talks to y'all I want y'all to understand that little voice in y'all head that y'all hear, that's spirit talking to you. So if you feel something's not right the first time, you're like, ah, and then you second guess it, that's because that was you not listening to spirit. If spirit tells you the first time and you're like, uh, and you're like, mm, 
and then you, you're still second guessing it and you do the complete opposite and then you get and you reap what you sow as in the repercussions then that first instinct that made you go eh that was spirit that was telling you to listen to them the first time um we all have done it i've done it plenty of times I have done things where I've heard don't go that way or you get that feeling not to go that way, but you still go that way. That's because that was spirit telling you not to do it, but you still did it anyway. So now you about to learn your lesson. Yeah, hard head makes a soft ass. Typical. But you had to realize something too. This is part of you learning your lesson and growing. Either you're going to learn the lesson or you're still going to keep repeating it. And for those that are trying to figure out how to do it, that's what happens. So... I've come across a lot of people that always ask for advice, you know, and they ask for help. And I tell them what the problem is. And it's something I just read on Twitter earlier today. Somebody tweeted it. Um, They said, crazy, because I, you know what, I'm about to see if I can find it. Okay, I found it. So this is from one of my people that I follow on Twitter. This person said, and it's so accurate, because I'm just like, yo, this is exactly what happens to me when I when it comes to people asking me for readings. So I want y'all to understand something. So when you go to people for readings and you felt as though that reading that they gave you was inaccurate, it wasn't right, it, it didn't um it didn't resonate with you, it's because of this. And listen to this. I want you to understand this very, very well. Listen to it very well. Do you know the creator make can make a reader give you an inaccurate reading? To teach you a lesson in order to make you learn the hard way. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Do you know the creator can make a reader give you an inaccurate reading to teach you a lesson in order to make you learn the hard way? Don't get mad at the reader when it happens. They are merely channeling. So for all y'all that be like, oh shit, da 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 you got to understand, I may not be that only reader that you went to. You probably went to another reader before me and before that person and that person and that person and that person. And you probably went to five readers, six readers in one day, knowing that you're only supposed to have one reading within a three-week span. You could have three readings in a three-week span from by three other, like three different people, not the same person, you know, and... Of course, because over time, the reading changes. So every time you try to seek that same clarification, that clarity that you already know the answer within yourself, and you're asking somebody else for to pull some cards for you about your life and what you're going through, excuse me, you have to understand something. That means you did not learn your lesson, and you are still going and going and going and trying to see if the cards will change your life for you. You have to understand, and this is why when, when people purchase my products, I want y'all to understand as well. I know how powerful my products are, but you have to put in the work behind that product too. You can't put in the, you, if you don't put in the work for yourself in order for you to heal, in order for you to manifest the things that you want to manifest in your life, then you will not be able to see the blessing behind it that's in disguise because you're still stuck on, well, magic is going to change my life. All those people that you probably went to that made you spend mad bread just to make them, just to AKA or quote unquote, help you get to that person that you want to get that lover back in your life and da 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 da. No, it doesn't work like that because those are the fake ones. Those are the fake healers that want to take your money and run with it. 
I don't do that. Spirit tells me to do readings for people. I will do readings for people. If spirit wants me to do work, and I kid you not, y'all, I've been giving away, like, no funny shit, I've been giving away some of my product to people without them even knowing. I probably throw in some extra shit with the packages because that's just who I am. If I do readings, my readings sometimes go long over the time that is said on my booking because you want to know why because spirit tells me to deliver a message and it's also the connection with the person that you're dealing with or the people that you build that relationship the people that support me today you all are my tribe you came to me because a part of you knew that I play a part in your life because you want to know why I am a reflection of you and you are a reflection of me so whatever I'm doing you're doing the same thing but you're trying to figure out how to go about it just pay attention Take some notes. It's not, it, it doesn't hurt to ask questions. It definitely does not hurt to do research. It does not hurt to read books. It's all about if you're willing to put the work in for yourself. As a healer, I am still learning because the student, the teacher is the student. I want y'all to understand that. And like I said, I am a student too because I'm still in school. I am still in school trying, actually, I am in school to obtain my associate's degree in early childhood education because I want to push forward to get my master's. I want to be a therapist. That's what I'm going for, and I'm still going to keep pushing forward. But just know as a therapist, I'm still a healer in the process. I'm still a mother in the process. I am still a daughter in the process. I'm doing everything. I'm a girlfriend. I have a social life. So this is why I am being very vocal with you all now. In the process of healing, you have to accept what you have to do. Discipline comes a part of it, and that's why I love Saturn. I'm, I'm still learning to accept my discipline, and my discipline is saving. Um, but you want to know why? Because I'm currently moving. I'm in the process of moving, so I'm buying shit now to get ready for my move. I'm also buying product for y'all to have because I'm, I'm launching new product like every other week or every two weeks now. And that's because I want y'all to see what I have to offer to y'all as a healing mechanism, as a self-care regimen, as a spiritual maintenance, you know, and that's what I am here for as a root worker, a herbalist, an alchemist, you know, a bad femme alchemist, you know, a conjurer, like a conjurer mad scientist, like everything in one. I'm still trying to find the name for myself, but as my best friend said, I am a free spirit. And free spirits, you could, there's two spirits, there's free spirits. You don't know what type of spirit you are, but I am a free spirit. And as a free spirit, I believe in God. I believe in goddess. You know, I believe in the universe. Astrology has a part to play in our lives every day without y'all even knowing. It's bigger than fucking horoscopes right now as in like when I mean bigger than horoscopes I mean it's more it's deeper than you just knowing your sun sign as that Libra that Virgo that Capricorn that Pisces that Sag that whatever that Leo that Cancer like no it's deeper than that you got to go deep into the planets you got to go deep into your houses like where you stand and understand why you feel the way you feel with things in your life and that's why people gravitate towards me so well because in the midst of me still healing, I'm still learning about myself and my chart, but I'm understanding my chart every day. Like I kid you not, I can read a fucking natal chart now without even having the complications of understanding. Because why? Because I am following people that are teaching me how to work on myself, 
but also be able to help others in the process of me healing myself. I have a book that I'm reading right now, and I will only do this for those that are interested, and I'm actually doing a mentorship. If you're interested in mentorships, all right, let's talk, because I'm actually getting ready to open up my Patreon page, because I really want to help those that want to be helped. That's how I feel. Spirit told me I can no longer help those that just wants that handout all the time. You can't keep asking and asking and asking and asking if you're not giving or, you know what I mean? You're not giving in return. You cannot give without receiving. You cannot receive without giving. But it's all in due time. Like I said, I do things from the kindness of my heart because I'm a person that believes in helping others. I'm that type of person to put myself last and I've been doing that for years since I was in elementary school years. And a couple of my friends from elementary school that are friends with me to this day still know. And they know me. <laughs> so it is what it is. But I just want y'all to understand something. It's okay to go through what you're going through. Remember, it's going to get ugly before it gets beautiful. So you got to go through that ugly. Let that storm pass. Let the storm happen. Feel that storm. Release. But don't do nothing crazy, but still release. If you really have to release a certain way, go outside. Sit down. Connect with Gia, you know, which is Mother Earth. Sit down with her and talk to her. Embrace her. Love her. Heal her, you know. Give back to her. Give back to the ancestors, you know. Um, hug a tree. When you hug a tree, that's that's transferring energy positive energy loving energy the the healing from a tree to you it's very dynamic it is so electrifying like I kid you not (laughs) my best friend still has this video to this day and if you go on his page it's there too he had a friend recording us a friend of his was recording us outside when we were in our and when we was doing our plant with spirit class and they told us as the as the excuse me it was a meditation practice. So I was trying to find the word for it. That's why I kept pausing and repeating myself. But it was more of a meditation. It was an exercise. It was a meditation exercise. So we had to connect with the tree that was calling towards us. And I connected with this broken down old oak tree. But it was so beautiful to a point where it's just like I just had to be near it. Um my grandparents had this tree. That tree was 151 years old. Um, it's probably 154 now as I'm talking about it, but that tree would have been 154, but that tree's been there since my grandparents bought that house. Like I, my grandparents been living in the house that they've been living in since 97. Here we are 13 years later. (laughs) Right. Um, it tells you a lot. Like that tree that tree brought me life. It brought life to my family, you know, but it was rotten inside and there was no point in saving it, which was sad. But that was part of my childhood memory. It was tr- it was part of my child's memory because my child saw it when he was a certain age and then that was that. But my family, like we all saw that tree in our lives. Like we grown up with that tree being at that house and for that tree to be gone, now the house is just like it's missing something. And it's missing that tree, you know. And it's part of life, you know. And sometimes Gia has her way of playing things, you know. 
But it's all about being one with nature and understanding that nature's here for us for a reason. But we have to stop fucking abusing her. Like, she didn't do nothing to us. We are the monsters. And this is why you have all these people that's out here protesting and trying to save the planet. And you got all the people that are turning vegan. Because you got to think about it. The things that we're fucking eating now, it's not even healthy for us no more. Like they say, you are what you eat and you eat what you are. And that shit is just disgusting. Like, chicken don't taste the same no more. I stopped eating chicken. I kid you not. You probably catch me a couple of times, but that's only if it's at a fast food restaurant. Like, I'm not cooking chicken no more. I don't cook it because the meat don't look the same and don't smell the same, but I know how to clean the fuck out of my chicken. Don't disrespect me. Um, I just don't cook like I used to because everything's just different now. Like, I've been eating more green, chlorophyll greens and fruits than I've been eating meat. And that's part of me changing my diet. Me seeing the vibration. Me being able to connect with spirit more. And in the midst of all that eternal healing and going through what I went through... Just to get back on track. Um, Connect with your ancestors. That was another thing I did after I went through my abortion. Um, I just did this last month, actually. I did my ancestor reverence work. And my connection with my ancestors is so dope right now. It's crazy and it's still growing to this day. It's going to take time because majority of my ancestors that are still lost and need to find the light, I'm still burning some candles for them right now. But it's all part of the healing process of helping your ancestors heal, of you healing. When you heal, your family heals, you break generational curses, you heal your ancestors, so on and so forth. And I just know my ancestors are very, very proud of me because of things that I've done. My great-grandmother that I never met, but she on a plantation and I see her as I'm talking to y'all right now. She's so beautiful. She's wearing all white under a willow tree. Um, it's so beautiful because it's like all I see is nothing but little cousins and relatives of the family just running around her. And she's sitting in one of those, one of those bamboo chairs, like the, like you see at baby showers, those type of chairs, like the actual plantation chairs that like Marie Laveau was sitting in that chair. Um, I see her sitting in that wearing all white, gray hair, beautiful gray hair. And I'm just like, wow, under a willow tree. And that's something I've always been attracted to, too, as a child because of Pocahontas. Um, I already know the dynamic of that origin of the story. Um, but M- Grandma Willow, <laughs> that tree was the shit. But in the midst of everything, just focus on yourself. Just understand that it's okay to cry. Like, you just heard me cry about 15 minutes inside. Not even 15 minutes, probably like five to eight minutes in the episode um it's okay because we're all human we're all living beings we're all souls that are just here in the physical realm doing our due diligence being the healers that we need to be us being that messenger for what god or goddess had us do what the universe wants us to do and also i want you to understand something as i just said the universe everything that you think speak or say which is still the same thing. Anything that you do speak or think about or you take action into it, 
just know the universe is actually paying attention. So if you think negative, then everything in your life will be nothing but negativity. But if you sit there and say, I am, and speak that shit with confidence, I kid you not, (laughs) you will be testifying your testimony. And you want to know why I say that? Because I am a walking testimony myself. I manifested so many things without me realizing that I manifested, but I fucking did it without people handing me shit. I did do the work. I had friends that helped me do work with, you know, I did the work majority. I did 99% of the work and 1% was others that helped me. I want to say that because I have to do the work in order to see the result. Not that person that's doing the work for me. They could put so much ashe behind a candle or ashe behind whatever they do, but I have to put the work in. And that's what I want you all to understand. Things will not manifest unless you really work hard for what you want in your life. So with that being said, I see you all in the next episode. Remember to love yourself, to be honest with yourself. And to respect yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Don't don't beat yourself up because life is not going the way you want to go. Just know that you had a second chance at life. Because a lot did not. Just know this new normal that we're living. It's okay. Because you have the chance to create that vision that you were sitting and thinking about when you were working that 9 to 5 commute at home in that fucking traffic every single day. Just know that. So with that being said. And I want y'all to do this one thing that I love doing before I get off. Take a piece of paper and a red pen, red marker, whatever. Don't give a fuck. Just something red to write with. Write down all the things that you want to release that no longer serves its purpose in your life. And once we are done, burn the shit out of that paper. You'll see how fast that paper burns if you're really willing to release that pain that you no longer want. Or whatever that, that no longer serves its purpose in your life. But if you see that paper burn slow, that means you're thinking too hard about it. And you just need to let it go. Because there's no more second guessing it because you already wrote it down. But you, you got to write that shit down again and burn it again. And write it down again and burn it again. But with that due said, I wish you all a lovely, lovely, lovely summer. And I'll be back. I'll say.